Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, Three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. There are a variety of ways to work and excel in the sports industry. No path needs to be the same, and every experience you gain can be valuable to your long-term growth. Our next guest has done just that. I'm excited to have Kiava Martinez, SVP and Chief Sales Officer for the Las Vegas Raiders. Kiava, welcome to the show. Ah, thank you, Travis. Travis, you have a great TV voice. Love it. (laughs) You know, I, I uh, always joke, you know, back in the day in college, I was a broadcast and, and then I, I've been told I have more of a face for radio. So that's why I got into sales. But I figured the podcast easy way. Again, it's more radio. So I appreciate that. Your dream. Well, yeah, exactly. Somebody's dream. And I think some listeners nightmare. But, but, <laughs> but anyway, you know, Kia, I'm very excited to, to talk about you and your illustrious career. And you're really kind of starting from the beginning sports was always a big part of your life. Your father played in the NFL. Your brother became a coach. Another brother played. What was a key learning early on in growing up in, a, in what I assume is such a competitive family? Yeah, it, <laughs> competitive. I mean, we compete when we eat our food, right? <laughs> Who can finish first to get the next plate? So, you know, that competitive competitive nature was always a part of my growing up. I So there's two sets of the siblings, right? There's the younger set and there's the older set. I'm a part of the older set. So I was the live-in babysitter, the live-in teacher, the live-in don't you do that person. And so responsibility has also been a part of my my journey and growing with my family. So I learned a lot. I love that I came from a big family. I love that I came from a family full of athletes, excluding myself. Uh, But it's been it's been great to take those nuggets um, from growing up with them. Well, that's, that's not what I've heard. I I've heard you had quite the athletic ability as well. Uh, oh, well thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you go on, you receive a degree in political science from the university of California, Berkeley, and then a master's in business administration from the university of Phoenix. And as you think back to that time and we even kicked it off, like there's so many ways to gain experience. What mm-hmm. was your career plan or your career path back then? Travis, I thought I was going to be Oprah. I thought that I was going to be the next Oprah Winfrey. I mean, I had my own magazine at the time. I published it um, independently. We were nationally distributed. And so I thought I was well on my way to to be that next person. And um, it didn't happen. It did not happen. And so when the Silicon Valley had its burst, a lot of my backers were in the um, financial industry. So I lost the support. You know, I had some advertisement that I sold, but it wasn't enough to keep the the magazine afloat. 
right? And so that's what led me to sports. Um, one of my brothers, who I love dearly to this day, because he kind of took that tough love approach, told me to get up out of my sadness and come to the Sacramento Kings because they were hosting a job fair. And so that's where I ended up meeting the inside sales manager for the then Oakland Raiders. Yep. Well, and you know, even going back to that early on in that experience, you you did a variety of work, you know, in the law industry, the nonprofit okay. real estate, ultimately yeah. the founder and editor of Culture Magazine. And we'll we'll certainly hit on that later. But really, you talk about those experiences and some some good, probably some bad. Like, how did those experiences really shape who you are today? You know, we hear the cliche a lot that it's business and it's not personal. But for me, going through those experiences, business is personal, right? It is personal. That's how my name means a lot. And being an entrepreneur um, in the beginning and having the magazine, going through the real estate industry, going through the legal industry, I was really trying to find my way. I didn't know what industry I really wanted, but I knew that I could be great. And so um, through all the, the different journeys, through the doors being shut in my face, through so many no's to get to a yes, all of those things, I realized that every step is personal for me, yep. right? And so that's how I established the relationships that I made throughout that journey and my current journey. Relationships are very important to me, whether it's a relationship with a partner, a suite owner, a season ticket member, those are very important. And nurturing those and having them grow, that's important and that's how you move. Um, so it's personal and that's what I've taken from my journey that everything for me is personal. Absolutely, and, and maybe it's it's a little bit you have on the two R's. It's it's you you mentioned and you hit on relationships, but also there's risk. And mm -hmm. you mentioned you go to this career fair, yeah. several teams. You yeah. take a job, if I'm not mistaken, ten bucks an hour. Um, <laughs> sink, sink or swim industry. First of all, Travis, don't be putting my business out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I, I've always said the same thing. I, it's like I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, eight bucks an hour. It's a nine month program, and you better figure it out. So. <laughs> Out. So I guess as you think about that, and, and then you know, fast forward. Now you've spent you know over 15 years with the Raiders organization, even the move you know to Las Vegas, which we'll share first. Did you ever imagine you'd still be with the Raiders some no. you know, 15 plus years later? No, absolutely not. I thought that. So when I took the part time job on inside sales for ten dollars and no benefit, <laughs> right? <laughs> Being that I had already had a career. So I took like 20 steps backwards, but, you know, I said, I'm going to give myself three months for this because my gas is way more than what I'm getting paid. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> in about two months, they ended up promoting me to, to full-time um, sales rep. And so it was during that time that I created a niche for myself. I started contacting nonprofits and selling to them and created a fundraising program to where if they sold tickets, we'd give them a portion back. And so I really enjoyed the work. And I was doing something that I felt was meaningful at the same time, going up in the ranks on the sales team. And so as I, if I look back, no, in the beginning, I didn't think that I would be there that long. But every um, movement in my career at the Raiders, I was able to start something and build 
And so I really enjoy building and finding holes and see where we could make improvements. Um, so no, I didn't, but I'm here now, right? <laughs> to your point, and Kiava, to your point on, on building something and building something special and, and really kind of owning it. You know, we've always talked about like being able to dominate your day. And in the time within the Raiders organization, you've held six different roles, including your now role as the SVP and chief sales officer. What do you feel like you've done on such a consistent basis to continue to get promoted? Oh man, hustle. It's, you know, the name of your show, right? It's, that's what, it's the work ethic, right? I think people nowadays that are coming up in the business, they want the bag so quickly without putting in the work, right? And so never turn your nose up at the small beginnings, the humble beginnings, because that's where you really get your chops, right? And so I believe I've been consistent with not just resting and taking a break. And you know what? I'm just going to sit this one out, guys. No, it's always like striving to get better in everything that I do and being vocal about certain things, right? If you know that something can fix it, be vocal about that. But also owning up to when you're wrong because you're not always right taking it. Yes, I made a mistake. I learned from it. Let's move on, right? Okay, so be vulnerable. Okay, and I think that's um, where I probably was able to excel to continue to be promoted because what you see is what you get with me, yep. right? I'm not a different person when I leave the office, when I go to my family. I'm that same loud <laughs> laughing. You can hear my my laugh down the hallway and it's not. I'm not trying to tailor who I am because I already did that in my past career. And I learned from those mistakes, right? And so I would just say the consistency with the hustle, with you know the grind of, of the business and coming up with new and innovative ideas and working collaboratively with my teammates because you can't do anything on your own, right? Which by the way, helps establish the relationships. And so I think that throughout the years here at the Raiders, I was able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I know for our loyal listeners and people that know me, you know, to your point, hustle is such a big key, not only the name of the podcast, the name of my book, but I, I promise you, I, I didn't give her the softball answer. <laughs> that was her answer. So, uh, but you know, as, as you think about it in, in your current role, you know, as the SVP and chief sales officer, I know the answer is, is it's never the same, but walk the listeners through kind of a day, what a day-to-day -day looks like for you. Oh, yeah, it, you're right. The day-to-day the -day is, is definitely different. Some days you're probably, um, you feel more fulfilled because you think you're getting stuff done. I feel like I'm getting stuff done when I'm collaborating, when we have something like, for instance, I'll give you an example. We need to enhance our customer uh, retention, right? So not only am I sitting with our, our leaders in, on the service side, I'm also going to sit with our silver and black production team, right? Sitting with creative and marketing, sitting with our revenue planning and analytics team, sitting with our partnership group. And we're talking about it. Our events team, we're talking about what are some of the ways that we can enhance our customer satisfaction because their perspective is just as important, right? Too often teams work in silos and you don't get to the best solution. And so 
what was your question again? <laughs> yeah, so like that. It's, I mean, that's a prime example, right? Of what that day-to-day -day looks like yeah, kind of all over. And it's I think you, I think you get the nail on the head, right? It's communicate and collaborate with everybody involved. Yes. Yes. You just got to peek into my mind. Just, just that quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Kiava Martinez, SVP and Chief Sales Officer of the Las Vegas Raiders. And Kiava, let's get into the three hot topics. You know, first, let's start question one. Back in 2020, the team moved from Oakland to, to Las Vegas and you transitioned with the organization. How was that overall experience in moving to a brand new market and still finding ways to sell at a high level? You know, it was frightening, right? Especially when, so I was more so responsible for closing out Oakland. We had another year of football there. So I was responsible for that. And I know everyone knows that we also uh, brought on legends to sell all of our partnerships and, you know, our PSLs and our suites. And so when I finally transitioned, I was playing catch up. <laughs> yeah. People were already here and that could be a little intimidating, right? Especially when you come from a place where you're like, wait, I know how to sell. But in all honesty, collaborating with them was very um, beneficial for us. Right. So when I made the transition and I'm a Bay Area girl, like you mentioned, born and raised there, went to college there, never left, didn't want to leave. Um, but I think the unique thing about us now being in Las Vegas is we're able to bring the history from both Oakland and L.A. and bring it here to Vegas and grow something and bring it together, merge the different, you know, fan bases and cultures. And it's exciting because Vegas is the best place to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not that far from the Bay Area, from the Los Angeles area, where we have people flying in for games on those Sundays, right? Yeah. So um, you're just, keep watching us. It's just going to continue to grow. Yeah, it's no. It's been certainly exciting to, to see already. I've been fortunate enough to, to tour the stadium and uh, what an amazing thing. And to your point of, of Vegas and having kind of all that culture come together, Question two, with the move, you, you built that brand new stadium, which I just mentioned, Allegiant Stadium, which which neared $2 billion to construct. Walk us through that experience and some maybe some crazy meetings that you were a part of. Yeah. So walking through, again, my responsibility at the time was more so on, focus, on, on Oakland. So I was kind of like 
outside looking in with the whole uh, construction process, the team that was in place did a tremendous job. The building is absolutely stunning, right? So now we're also including new inventory because even though we have that beautiful building, you still find areas where you can make it better. Right? It's always like once it gets constructed, the next day you're like, that just came out. <laughs> and so now we are constructing and these new suites should be finalized by the end of July. Um, we're calling them our club level suites where this is going to be on our 100 level. We didn't have anything on the 100 sideline level. And so being able to walk through that process and be there from start to finish um, and actually, um, you know, it's been a great experience. Construction is, is difficult, as people <laughs> know. Um, you don't know if you're going to necessarily hit your deadlines, but at the end of the day, we're going to be able to unveil something that's going to enhance our already beautiful building. Oh, awesome. Looking forward to seeing that. And then finally, question three, and this is going back a little bit to your early on, and you talked about it. Creating Culture Magazine, which was an outlet used by teenage writers to express their life experiences. And you continue now to sit on numerous different boards as well, always giving back. Why is giving back so important to you? It's important to me because it it's um, a perfect balance, right? With this job, it's, it's a grind. It's yep. a grind. And um Giving back to others is something for me um, that I grew up valuing um, and helping those that are less fortunate, you know, and for me, again, I go back to the personal. I love to do um, the work in the community because who knows if I can see the next Kiava and let her see what I'm doing so that she can strive to get to where I'm at. And it's all about looking back and bringing someone else with you. And that's fulfilling when you're able to give back in that nature. You know, I lost my way a couple of years ago and I was not giving back like I was used to. And it kind of turned my whole like personality. And when I realized that with the help of COVID, <laughs> realized that and got my focus back onto giving back, it balanced me out. I mean, and that's the key. I think a little bit of in this business, it's always learning, evolving and being coachable. Yeah. And you yeah. kind of hit the nail on the head, right? You 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 learn, you evaluate it and, and you change. And so, Kiava, this, this has been great. What a great career. And as you think back, what's been your best memory? Oh, yeah. I think my best memory, uh, without getting into too many details, would be um, the journey, getting through the dark stages and now getting out on the light, if that makes sense. Um, and uh, it's made me a better person, yeah. you know, made me a better wife, a better mother, a better friend, a better colleague. Those experiences that I went through during the dark stage of my career um, has guided me to where I am now. No, and I that's awesome. every moment. I appreciate every closed door. I appreciate every no. I appreciate you're not ready. All of that because it's prepared me for where I am today. And that's exactly how we kind of launched this episode, right? No path needs to be the same. And, and every experience you gain is going to be valuable to, to you both personally and professionally. And ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey, both personally and professionally. And to close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? Let's go. Let's do it. 
If a movie was made about your life, who's playing you? Ah, Carrie Washington. Boom. <laughs> what was the last item on your bucket list that you've completed? To run a 5K. Just did it three weeks ago. Oh, nice. Congrats. That's awesome. If you could have dinner with one person, could be alive or, or passed away, who would it be? Oh, my grandmother. Love it. To close it out, what are three key takeaways you would give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Uh, be yourself. Don't transform for anyone. Be yourself. Know that you're valuable and you're worthy and get after it. Love it. Kiava, <laughs> thank you so much. Great career. Ton of great advice. Always a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you, Travis. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.